Good morning. Welcome to Game Room Podcast. It's your host, The Lefty. We're going to talk again about these Steam message boards, guys. It's it's crazy. We're almost at 2,000 posts. Or 2,000 comments. On the uh, Korean backdash is a terrible mechanic. Changed my mind thread. And I'm just, like, scratching my head. Because it's... Like, nothing is being, uh, there's, what, how am I say this? It's basically a futile discussion. Because the people arguing that Korean Backdash is bad in whatever capacity it is. It's too dumb, too difficult, uh, it's gatekeeping, it's a stupid input, it looks dumb, it's not realistic, it's not like real fighting... It's not like UFC. I mean, I've seen some really dumb comments on here. And basically, no matter how much proof or how much uh, Tekken-related input discussion you put in there, the topic just keeps changing. The goalposts are moved, they're shifted, or the actual argument morphs or changes to you know, disprove one group or the other back and forth. It's not just the Korean backdash uh, haters that are doing it either. There's some Korean backdash supporter and and higher-ranked Tekken players that are calling people names and are being kind of, you know, they're being difficult, they're being agitating to to others. Um, But at the same time, there's lots of good knowledge being thrown around and a lot of good information being thrown around. And I find it interesting that it's not being discussed. Like, it's just not being discussed. It just... All this data is just getting thrown. I mean, 2,000 posts. There's a lot of stuff in there. Some of it is pointless and useless and has nothing to do with the argument. And that's true. But there's a lot of really uh, interesting concepts, links to guides links to videos. I think there's some Core A gaming stuff on there. There's lots of good information from really reputable sources. Um, interviews with pro players, discussions, articles about Korean backdashing and how it works, um, so on and so forth, that I think I even posted one or two, where it just gets glazed over. People either ignore it, they pretend they didn't see it, they pretend that, oh, they didn't they didn't read that. And, or it's misinterpreted, where it's automatically interpreted in the most contrarian way possible, I guess you'd say. Where, yeah, this is a good point for your argument, but... And they just go off something else. Like, the newest thing now is this the same person that's under the spotlight. They're under the interrogation lamp, so to speak. There's about five different people communicating with this one person. And this one person has had some real some some real doozies of uh, they have some pretty interesting hot takes, is all I'm gonna say. Um, and one of which that I that irks me, right? It irks me, is that instant while running is mashing. Because you frantically have to hit forward at at different speeds at different ranges to get instant while running moves to come out and that's why this particular person refuses to try to do instant while running you ready 
with Dragonoff, their main character that they've been playing with. So, if you're a Tekken player and you're tuning into this podcast, you know, thank you, right? I appreciate having people to 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 listen, you know, listen to my rambles, right? But as a Tekken player, if any of you people, right, play Dragonoff or um, you know, multiple other characters, right? Like maybe King, right? You use instant while running a lot for either juggle enders, like instant shining wizard, or at the end of, of, of combos, or after, after a pressure string has been hit, so that you have plus frames to go for instant, while, you know, instant shining wizard, right? That's an instant while running move. Or as Dragonoff, you know you're gonna utilize either instant while running four in some of your juggles to, to pick up, or put them in an interesting oaky position, or use it for instant while running two. And I just find it kind of absurd that this person thinks they have enough knowledge and enough understanding and enough execution and enough skill overall in the game. In understanding, that's more important. It's not even skill, right? Talk about understanding of the game. To realize that by arguing that instant while running inputs is mashing, that they've just hamstrung themselves into basically playing Dragon Off in a real dopey way. And by dopey, I don't mean bad. I just mean very risky. Like, could you imagine playing Dragon Off at high level, but there's some sort of invisible rule on your end of the game that says that you can only do while running attacks from four or more dashes away? Like, could you imagine? Like... You have to be range three or four to even begin to think about using instant while running two. That, that's crazy. Could you imagine playing king and not having any access to instant while running unless you're actually running at them? I just, it, it just further solidifies the point that this person really doesn't understand exactly what they're complaining about, which was that Korean backdashing is a bad mechanic. The devs have screwed up. According to this person, the devs screwed up because they've left it in for way too long and the game suffers from it, balance suffers from it, all these different aspects of the game, all these multitudes of, you know, of pieces of the game uh, are basically getting destroyed because of Korean backdash. And we've seen three different players play this person and only one of them was beaten. And honestly, I would still argue that it was very close. And there was some interesting circumstances along with that win of that set of 10. Because there was a power outage and there was lag and there was a bunch of other stuff that you could clearly see in the videos, like of the recordings, that it was pretty jank. But, you know, it is what it is. And then, you know, then you got people beating on their chest and, and, you know, arguing about who's better and who won. And I mean, that's that happens in all things, not just fighting games, right? But I just this person, I think, has has, has inadvertently painted themselves into a corner with this comment and with other comments. And like, there's really no going back. And and now they're changing they're changing the rules of the argument again. And now it's uh. 
it's them arguing with a couple people about how internet protocols work and how twisted pair wiring with an RJ45 connector is, you know, not shielded as much as his walls for Wi-Fi. I mean, you, you guys are going to have to look at this because it is, it is, it's a head scratcher. It's really sad. It's really funny in certain spots. And a lot of it just doesn't make sense. Um, I think it's just somebody arguing for the sake of arguing, honestly, because they really don't have any ground to stand on. They don't have good performance metrics in their matches that anyone can click on and see. They're just not playing well. Um, I mean, we all have bad days, right? And I'm not trying to single out this person, but I mean, we all have bad days and, I, and I'm fine with that. But on three different occasions, uh, you're making big mistakes. You're not utilizing your tools effectively. You're not taking advantage of people, you know, having tendencies. Like, I mean, it just, some of it just seems weird. There's lots of whiffing. Uh, there's lots of whiffing moves like down two from dragging off into wall standing two, which is, you know, not good. You don't want to be whiffing moves like that. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's a lot of confusion there um, from that player's perspective. I think this player really believes that they're as good as they think they are. And that's not a bad thing. Like, it's good to have pride, right? It's good to be prideful about, you know, your job or your work or your team or your family or your, you know, whatever it is, right? It's good to have pride in things. But you have to back that pride up and show that the pride you have isn't a fallacy. It isn't fake. It isn't ideologically incorrect. And when you say that you play by these specific rules, as soon as you say that, you're falling in line with somebody that isn't really playing to win. And and then on the flip side, they'll argue that they're not really, you know, they're not worried about winning. They're not worried about this. They're worried about just playing lots of matches and getting exposure and experience. And that's good, but you can't say that and then be wishy-washy about what mashing, the definition of mashing is, or what the definition of, you know, if, if Korean backdash is advanced or not. If, if you're brand new to the game and you're fixated on Korean backdash as something you absolutely have to learn, you're looking at the wrong videos. I, I doubt there's a video anywhere on the internet that is designed and titled for new players that's going to cover Korean Backdash and say this is what you have to do to play the game. If there's a video out there, and there probably is, honestly, if there's a video out there that's saying Korean Backdash is a beginner level mechanic that has to be found, it has to be utilized, it has to be learned to even begin to play this game at hour zero, they're wrong. It's just incorrect. And I would love to find that video. If anyone ever finds a video or makes a video about that, I would love to see <laughs> the sarcastic and snarky comments you would get because I think it'd be pretty funny. I bet you there'd be a lot of people that would say, no, I mean, okay, cool, but you don't really need Korean Backdash yet. And that's what a lot of people are explaining to these players that are against Korean Backdash is if, if you're... If you're sub 100 hours, or even 500 hours, if you're under 500 hours on this game, you probably still don't need Korean Backdash. 
And if you're one of those players that's like relatively higher rank, under 500 hours, you proved my point because you probably don't need it anyways to get to that rank. Rank is a weird, wait, rank is in a weird state in season four. It really is. They tried to change things with the prowess score with a few other things, but it's, it's simply not, rank isn't that important. It's really not. I mean, yeah, rank is used as a, as a measure of skill, right? Okay, fine. But uh, at this point, it's more or less for matchmaking. And that's what Namco has said before, is it's, it's more or less for matchmaking. It's not, it doesn't absolutely have to mean like, oh, I'm Tekken God Omega, that means I'm worth something. I'm better than you. That's, it's, that's not right. And if you have that mentality, you're wrong. I mean, you might be better as a Tekken God Omega or whatever the hell the top rank is. You might be better at the game. You might be better at tactical decision-making in the game. You might be better at fundamentals in the game or punishment or knowledge or throw-breaking. You might be better at a lot of things, right? But that doesn't, that doesn't mean you're a better person. And if you share that knowledge and help other players and help, you know, break down these, these logical fallacies that you need Korean Backdash to be, te you know, to be good at the game, I think we'd have less of these arguments. We'd have less of this stupid stuff going on on different threads, message boards, you know, in-game chat, so on and so forth, discords. You'd have less of these arguments. Because if you're decent at the game, like, just be honest with people and tell them, yeah, Korean Backdash has some use. It can be useful for players at higher level. But a brand new player doesn't absolutely need it right now at the level that they're currently at. And that's what we're seeing here. I mean, this player, the way I'm seeing them play and stuff, they're probably, I don't know, maybe orange rank from the videos I've seen, probably orange rank. That's about as far, I mean, the way they're playing, I don't see them going much higher. They might get to red rank, right? But in the grand scheme of things, like, it doesn't really matter. What matters is, is understanding the game and understanding player tendencies and understanding, you know, throw breaking and parrying and, and instant wall running and, and different things that your specific character can utilize. And let's face it, Dragonoff, he needs instant wall running. JDCR put out a video uh, a while back basically discussing how in Season 4, Dragonoff is a, is a pretty honest character because he doesn't have a lot of good... Uh, good ways of recovering from a bad round. If you're in rage and your opponent has 80% of their health, you really, even if you land your rage art or rage drive successfully, um, you're still going to have a heck of a way getting back because your opponent now has rage as well if you get them down to that point. So your recovery or comeback, uh, what do I, how do I say it? Your comeback metric or your comeback uh, possibility is a little lower now than it has been because down two has been changed. There's a few other frames that have been changed, if I recall. And overall, Dragonoff just didn't get as many things as other higher level characters have gotten. I'm still trying to scratch my head about all the stuff Devilgen got. <laughs> you know? Um, and I just... Or Kazuya with that new wall standing attack. Like, if you have good execution, I mean, that that's really useful. 
Um, anyways, but the, the fact remains is that this message board is just, all it's doing is it's shoveling more sewage around the FGC, at least in that small bubble, that small community. Because honestly, Steam isn't a great place to go for knowledge, right? Nowadays, it's discords, good player discords. Um, it's a few different websites, a few different YouTube channels, and that's about it. Other than that, you know, it's just a septic tank. Steam is not a good place for stuff. I mean, there's guides on there. I think I've talked about this before. There's guides on there on how to macro electrics and how to macro king throws and how to do... I mean, these people on Steam have no idea how high-level Tekken usually works. Now, are there good players on Steam? Yes, there are. Are there good players that are on the message board once in a while? Yes, there are. But they're smart enough and know enough about the game to not get into these goofball arguments. And... I, I mean, honestly, some of these players should have never played the player in question uh, to begin with because they should have known that the networking wasn't going to be great. But, you know, uh, I guess that's that's what it is. You know, you can't really argue. I mean, choices, people make choices and they have to stick with them, right? Losing in this game is okay. When you lose at this game, you know, and, and people say they make excuses. The lag, the overlays. People are using overlays against me. Or people are cheating. People are scripting. People are using bots. That stuff's all shitty. It's true. It's shitty. It's shitty to get into your promotion match and it's, it's laggy. But you know what I would do? If you keep running into that issue, the problem might be your internet. Not just the opponent you run into. Or, better yet, just play player match, quick match, and lobbies. Just leave ranked alone for a while. Until you see a huge notable difference in the way you play. And you really and you have people actually tell you, yeah, you've improved from like a tight circle of players, that's when you go into rank to see if you can grow. But you know, if the if the network latency is that much of an issue, or you're worried about people doing stuff they shouldn't be doing on the game, and that's what's causing you to lose, it's the same as the League of Legends or Dota mentality. You know, I'm a bronze player at Dota, and, or, or bronze at League of Legends, because I know I know a little more about League of Legends. I'm bronze at League of Legends, and it's not my fault, it's my team. It's always my team. Well, the problem there is, is, is usually it's not. Um, it's just not. Um, and, and if that happens, you know, frequently, like every session you get into, you're always blaming other players or what other players are doing, maybe you should play a different role. Maybe you should play the game differently to help your team. Because helping your team actually can help you win, right? It's not all about KD, right? Well, that same thing, that same argument, honestly does apply to Tekken. It's just instead of blaming your team, you blame mechanics. You blame things you can or cannot do. You blame outside things like the internet. You blame the opponent. Maybe their internet's bad, or maybe what they're doing is bad, or maybe they're cheating or doing something they shouldn't. It, it's just, and that stuff gets thrown around on Steam as discussion points all the time. And it's just not, it's not reasonable. It's not, it's not, it's not fruitful. It doesn't, it doesn't make any of the players better. It just, it just turns into an echo chamber where everybody 
wants to complain about the game being bad, or about a string being broken, or about a character being too good, or about, you know, whatever it may be. And it's just, it's a waste of time. And this Korean backdash thread should really open players' eyes to the fact that sometimes stuff is difficult in a game because it's difficult. Hard things are hard. And usually there's a reward for being able to execute the hard thing. An example of that is instant wall running. If you can do instant wall running with certain characters at range zero whenever you want, and you know when to do it, and when to mix them up to make them stand to block so that a throw hits them, or that a big low hits them, or a good poke that gives frames hits them in, in whatever way, or maybe a move that tracks sidestepping or has homing properties can hit them because they're trying to uh, get around your instant wall running attack, you're doing it right. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let people tell you that you're mashing. If you're doing that shit correctly and you're not getting hit with, you know, or, or not getting, uh, your, your execution isn't failing you and giving you forward, forward two for Dragon Off, for example, or, um, what is the other one? Forward two. If, if you're not getting incorrect inputs that can potentially be punished, I think forward, forward two is minus 12. Like, Namco put in there, the devs put in there ways for the opponent to punish you if you do mash it, if you do push buttons incorrectly, if you do it too frantically, under pressure, you panic, you do it too fast. Any of those above variables, if forward forward two comes out instead of the instant wall running, you can be punished for it. So I, I guess I just don't know this person's argument. I don't understand it. I just don't. I don't understand how they could even. They're basically hamstringing their own character by doing that. I'm gonna take a drink and uh, give me a second here. Okay. So I, I think that's honestly it. This isn't gonna be a long one. It's just. I guess what I'm, I'm just trying to put put it out there that you can't you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? You can't be big brained at this game, cross your arms and be prideful and say that you know you're a you're a tactical thinker. You're real smart. You outplay people regularly. You're super good. You've got it all figured out. But then flip it and say, well, I don't know all these characters because they're DLC which is what this person has said. I don't know these th this this stuff because it's too hard to learn it. I don't I refuse to do this cuz it's mashing. I don't do this cuz it's mashing. I don't do this, I don't do that. Basically what they're doing is they're they're it's like David Serlin says in his book Playing to Win. You're you're setting up all these invisible rules. They're invisible to everybody else. Nobody knows that. When the match screen loads up and I get paired up against your Dragonoff, I'm expecting instant wall running too. And as soon as I realize you refuse to do it, I can party now. You know what I mean? Or, or, you know, oh, all they're doing is back 2-1-3 over and over again and hoping you either crouch for the throw or get hit by the sweep. Well, you option select it by either fuzzy low parrying, fuzzy guarding for a split second, or doing a hop kick. 
unless you're Kunimitsu, because I saw there's a weird hurt box, hit box occlusion issue with 213 from Dragonoff against Kunimitsu's uh, hop, hopping knee, hop kick knee. But yeah, I mean, this person has basically put themselves in a situation where they, they now, based on their own self-imposed rules, they have to play the game a certain way, and they're frustrated that other players will not do the same, is, is what I'm gathering from what they're arguing. And I'm not saying I'm taking one post out from this person out of context. I'm looking at it as an overarching, overall theme of all the things they're saying. And all the things they're saying are basically pointing out that this person doesn't know everything. They don't even know the higher level execution or understanding of why their character can be used properly at higher levels with instant wall running. And that they don't need Korean backdash at all right now. They just don't need it. And if you don't need it, why are you arguing about it? You're wasting time from being in the lab or playing against other players that you have a decent connection to in the pandemic right now. I'm not advocating people go play locals. But, you know, you've got to you gotta you gotta stick to your strengths and, and shy away from your weaknesses. And if your weaknesses are knowledge, matchup experience, and exposure to all the characters in the game, you gotta play more. That's all there is to it. You gotta play more and learn more and ask questions and not be standoffish, not be um, an agitator, not start fights with people or try to, um, you know, refute claims with with sidelining arguments that really have no basis or no bearing on your performance in the game. You're just wasting time. You gotta optimize your time to be able to play better in the shortest amount of time possible. And if that means utilizing instant wall running with Dragonoff, you should do that. If that means utilizing throw mix-ups more often with vector-victor throw setups, you should do that. If that means using forward-forward one-plus-two throw uh, at the wall for Oki setups or stomps or other things, do it. If that means using down one on counter hit because they're forced crouch, or not, not counter hit, regular hit because it forces crouch, and you, you notice the opponent always does a duck jab or something or stays crouching, go for your crouching throws or go for a hop kick. Like, these are the things you should be fishing for and conditioning with when you play that character. And I don't even know Dragonoff that well at all. I've put maybe five or six hours into him now. Just playing around with him in the lab, seeing what he can do. Can I land instant while running two every time? No. But I have good ways of getting in and out of it and doing it as safely as possible at the proper range you need, which is as close as possible usually. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean, this person is just... They're, they're hurting their own argument and they're hurting their own growth by fighting with people. Instead of fighting and arguing and, 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 and just being... Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just being snarky and just arguing for the sake of arguing. By doing that and not saying, yes, I'm learning from this person. Thank you for your input. Or thank you for the things you're providing. Thank you for explaining to me how instant wall running works, which I just did on there. I just put out the, the, the inputs that I personally use for it and what you can do with it. I spelled that out. Um, 
I just, I mean, you got to be a, a graceful winner as well as a graceful loser. And if you get beat 30 to 3 or 40 to 3 or whatever it was, and then get beat by another player in the community by for two hours, and you just say, yes, they're very good and you crushed me, okay, fine, but you're still arguing with everybody else that told you that this player was going to beat you. And instead of apologizing and just moving on and saying, I need help, they, this person could have completely different results and actually have friends come out of this. Friends on their friends list. Long-term players that could actually help them become better players and have friends in the game by just changing what they're arguing. They could. This person could. This person didn't even make the damn thread. They didn't even make the discussion post about Korean Baghdad. So they just came in to fight about it and argue against, or, you know, argue against people saying Korean Baghdad is hard to do and, and all that, um, and that it's you know a, a dumb mechanic basically is what this person's advocating. Well, if this person would have created a thread the very same day after they had that falling out, and they created one that said, "I need help with Dragon Off." I don't like Korean backdashing, but I want to try to get better with this character. Can someone help me? I bet you players that didn't know anything about that other thread or players from the same thread would come in and try to help you because that's what the fighting game that's what the fighting game community does. That's what the FGC does is try to help people. You know. So that was my secondary rant, I guess. Is you know, if you're going to fight with people, okay, fine. But if you're going to lose consistently, in the FGC, if you lose consistently, it is an excellent uh, point of reference or, or a piece of evidence that shows that you don't have it all figured out yet. Now, I'm not saying that I can argue the sky is green and because I beat you, the sky is now green in the FGC. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. And, and if you think that, you're an idiot. My point is, is that if I say instant wall running two is very useful for dragon off, you should practice it. And you come back with hypothetically, well, that's mashing, and that's I refuse to do that. It's dumb, you know. And then you challenge those people, and I say, okay, I'll fight you first to ten. You play your dragon off, I'll play mine, or I'll play my law with my instant wall running from that, and see how we do. If I destroy you. Like, absolutely blow you up first to ten. You now have to... You have to. You just have to. It's an unwritten rule in the FGC. You now have to say, Wow, your wall running game is really solid. I might need to work on that more. I am now humbled. I now understand that instant wall running 2 with Dragon Off or other characters is a useful tool to learn and be able to execute. That's how arguments in the FGC work. Not this contrarian, I'm going to change the rules and, and move the goalpost and refuse fights because, you know, that's not how it works, man. It's just not. But anyways, this is The Lefty. You can catch me at twitch.tv, The Lefty, with an underscore between the and Lefty. Have a good one. And, uh, yeah, if you, if you want a good chuckle or you want to chime in with your comments, opinions, ideas about this stuff, go on the Steam message board. Even if you don't own the game on Steam, you can still talk about the game. And we have many players that are only on PS4 or Xbox that are on there sometimes talking. And I'll be honest, uh, yeah, it is a cesspool sometimes, but there's a lot of decent players on there, and you can learn a bit from it. Have a good one, guys.